There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. I mean, we offlined about excitement, jitters, um, and I have the jitters. I, well, this is the thing. Do you remember when our guest came on our podcast over three years ago? It, 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 is wild for me to say. And I think it was one of the highlights of us even doing this. I think it's one of the most like superior episodes of the show. And I went back and listened today and it really is. It's wonderful. That's also a trip to listen to our voices. Both you and I sound Wait. completely different. Yeah. And that's, but that's, that's, that that's not the, that's not the headline, but we're just, I just, you I just know what it is that like, oh, it's they're lower. And it's like, did we just get older? But I know uh, it's also just a little bit more years. You know what I mean? It's, it's getting, getting older is different than the years. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Capital it's true. Y. Our voices have absolutely sunk. And I feel I have to retroactively apologize to you about something. What happened? But I did listen to this episode in preparation, that episode in preparation for this one. And I got to a point where I got over this. But, you know, back in the day, I used to just talk and talk and talk and talk. And I feel like sometimes I would just absolutely talk over you. I think I was so excited this day, but I kept saying to myself, Matt, I know you're excited, but stop. It's not one of my memories of the day. It really isn't. I remember our guest coming, <laughs> just touching us. She got, ta- she got tactile. We all got tactile that day. We all got tactile that day. And I mean... 
And the fact that, like, it was no bullshit because she was laying out this, like, organizing principle in her life, which is maggots and magic, which is that there's this underbelly in in life and in the people you meet. And then you read the book. There's a book. <laughs> you read the book and you're like, oh, wait, she's she's like she's like committing it to the written word. And it's Matt. I'm going to say something. Go ahead. I think this is. Maybe it's recency bias. I don't know. I told our guests, I, the second I finished it, I clapped to no one in a dressing room mm-hmm. by myself. I clapped. And I, I feel like it's the most life-affirming, uplifting memoir I've read maybe ever. It's, it's, it's so beautiful. It's Understand, so beautiful. readers, when we say this is canon, this is something you have to go read. Every time a chapter ended, I had to close the book and cry like three single tears to myself, which is different than crying. Three single tears yeah, is different than crying. crying. It's actually rule of culture number 48. Three single, three tears, single tears is different is than crying. Different than crying. And I'm telling you, like, I'm I, I'm working right now and I'll just be sitting but like like and like just smiling and laughing out loud at the book to myself. And people are like, what is, what are you reading? And I'm like, I showed them mm-hmm. the cover and I'm like, they're like, give me that after you're done. And I'm like, yes. <gasps> and now it's promised to two gays, which is fine for me because I will go out and purchase the book, All the Women in My Brain by our guest, the second I can, which you also must. It is capturing what it's like to be alive, period. I mean, period. This is the other imperative, the Kantian, K-A-N-T, imperative. Kantian. Kantian. He's, it's, I'm, this is me being annoying philosopher, philosophy buff in, the, in high school. Um, pee on rock when you pee like on this. rock. This is what you have to do. You have to download the audiobook as well. Because Period. to hear. Period. Because to hear it being read is crazy. Because what I did, Matt, is I would read a chapter, I'd be like, damn. And then mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta hear how Betty's reading it. Double dipper. I gotta hear the line reading. I gotta hear the chapter reading, mind you. And then- Very much so. Very much so. It was worth it, worthwhile. Here's here's something to say. When the person is a performer, read the audiobook, and it's rule of culture number 30. When the person, when the is, person a is a performer, read the, the audio book. I don't want to talk to anyone who simply just read- Jennifer Lewis's memoirs, you must experience and sit in them. This is no different, though I haven't yet read the audiobook. I mean, listen to the audiobook. But as we prove every episode of this thing, you can read things that you listen to. So I haven't yet read the audiobook. I made no mistake. But wow. I am so excited she's here. Um, so much has happened since so the last time we happened. spoke to her. And let's just no! let's do it. <laughs> Okay, everyone welcome. Betty Gilbert! <laughs> the Zoom energy. Woo! Why Hello. Would I, I keep forgetting that I'm alone in my bedroom. I'm <laughs> blushing as if we're all together. I'm sorry that I got tactile the last time. We're not sorry because apparently it, it went well, oh, but I... I wish no. we were tactile now. I believe that there were. We, I remember where we were sitting in our in that little room where we recorded that podcast, and I believe there was even moments of hand holding. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like, and I I have to say, just like that was such a that made such an impact on us that day, like every, that conversation that we had, and then like with this book, it's just such a joy to be in your world. Like, it's really, really 
just very singular and so smart and so funny, but so thoughtful. And I just want to compliment you right off the bat by saying something that really struck me is the care and the love with which you write all the characters in this, even the Mm. ones that you clearly didn't have a great interaction with, or like you drag a little bit, you illustrate (laughs) so beautifully the people. Literally, (laughs) but like you, you illustrate every person that has impacted you so beautifully. And I just wanted to tell you that. Thank you so much. That means so much. That means so much to me. Yeah, it was a, we did a, a, a book event in New York um, and one here in LA. And there were, <laughs> I did the Drew Barrymore show that day. And <laughs> my sweet publicist was like, I, I just need you to know that the um, event tonight for your reading was like, I read an essay and then do a Q&A afterwards. She was like, yeah. the event tonight, the seating capacity is 140 people. And we absolutely do have 32 tickets sold. I was like, <laughs> okay, we absolutely do. Ow, ow, ow. But then a, a few more people than that came, not 140, but, uh, and it, it felt like this moment. Um, it was like the end of It's a Wonderful Life where everyone comes into his uh, house to get like, I was sitting at this table and every time I looked up from the book, it was somebody else from the book that really? I hadn't wow. seen in 20 years. And wow. like Katie Curdy from high school, you know, who drove in from Long Island. Like it was just this, wow. this is your life moment. It was really, it was kind of spectacular. Yeah. But yeah, I hope no one gets mad. No, I, the people who would get mad, I don't think would read the book. Yeah. <laughs> I think you even mentioned that at one point. You're like, I'm going to like drag with care. This person, they, yeah. they won't read this. Right. You know, yes. I feel like yes. you're, that's the memoir rule if you're writing. Yeah. And I changed all the names and tried to be super. I think I was really, um, I wanted people to be able to plug themselves into the book, even if they mm-hmm. didn't know or care who I was or honestly know or care about the entertainment industry at all. So mm-hmm. I felt nervous about using specifics because I also didn't want to be. I don't know. It's the weird uh, push and pull of my personality of being like, which I tried to talk about in the book too, of like, oh gosh, who am I to say? But it's like, I am an actress who has written a book about herself, not a cowering (laughs) introvert who's like, you know, (laughs) fixing glaciers melting. Like I I, I absolutely am a narcissist. So (laughs) (laughs) my therapist says I I shouldn't even use that word as a joke anymore because it's actually a very clinical thing. Oh, oh right, oh. <laughs> right. Wait, who said that? My therapist. therapist. No, oh, your please, therapist. Let, let let this be a continuing arc on the on the show, which is me being obsessed with my own therapy. I did. Fi- I I had to. I have let one go. So that's a that's a positive step. I think. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> I let one go um, when I used to go to her on the Upper East Side. This older lady, the tiny little studio, no windows open, and. Uh, she was, uh, it was like the fourth session. She was like, I'm going to stop you. Are, are you allergic to smoke? And I was like, am I allergic? No. She's like, okay, keep going. Like I kept prattling on. She goes to her desk and lights a cigarette in the no. room with the windows closed and smokes the whole thing. Like it was 1950. It was pretty amazing. But I was like, I can't come back here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I refuse to return to nicotine office while I, <laughs> while I try to find my soul. Yeah. Yeah, she had the courtesy to ask. Totally, because kind of, yeah. probably the person before was like, uh, "I'm uh, allergic to smoke." <laughs> I tell you, like searching for some excuse. 
Also, I'm very curious about smoke allergy, like allergic to smoke. I think probably smoke. I, yeah. I don't trust we're all allergic anyone's to smoke. health. We're all <laughs> allergic. We're all irritated by it. Yeah. In it, a it facility for us. care. <laughs> She's yeah. like, I love to smoke. Love it. Love her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. How are you feeling in your post summer sort of like twilight into fall? Because I feel like you've had a very intense six months. No, or like plus, I'm sure like a year or 18 months. Like I could, I could go on. I could like increase the range. I feel like it's yeah. been a while. I feel like I haven't really done a good job of checking in with, with Betty. No, I know. You, you and you guys do. Nice How have the last three years been? It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, I was going to re-listen to our episode uh, for this too. And then I got too nervous too. And so, but now I feel like I should have, cause I'll have no new thoughts to share, but I do feel like when I came on last time, I was at this point of, um, being out of town a lot and hashtag missing my friends. And so I was mm-hmm. obsessed with this podcast, just listening to two best friends giggle with each other. And I do feel like I'm there again in a different way of like, you know, I had a baby during um, the pandemic, got pregnant March 2020 and uh, uh, had my daughter Mary in November of 2020. And then like, so obviously, as we all were, I was removed from my friends and then hyper so because of, you know, she was an infant and I was super freaked out. And then my only really reintroduction to being in groups of wonderful people were sets like going back mm-hmm. to work yeah um which is great but it's this weird like orwellian fake society where you know you're it's it feels not real and not totally you know it's this like little corporate bubble of where covid doesn't exist um mm-hmm. so i haven't been around i've just like now am getting back into like holding the faces of my best friends and mm-hmm. seeing them again up close. But I've like re become re obsessed with your podcast for that. Re- you guys are like my, my friendship doula of like simulating friendship. <laughs> quarantined away from people, which I'm sure all the readers felt that way during the pandemic. For sure. We feel, we feel a lot closer to them. Like, I, I don't know. It, it that was really, some people say like during during that pandemic like that we filled a lot of space and like a quiet and quiet for them but also that was such a thing for us too it was like just to feel connected to doing something and each other like i mean i can't believe a whole pandemic i just a whole pandemic has gone on since we've last seen you and i it's it's funny that we (laughs) we very much had the energy last time where we're like this is the beginning (laughs) (laughs) that (laughs) <laughs> but like uh, another thing that struck me, like as you were talking about about the book, and one of my favorite things that you describe is that sort of transience of like be- working with people and allowing them in and having that experience, that tribal thing of like we're working on a thing together, like and you get close and like actors are very open people and like you connect with people, and then all of a sudden that job ends and you it go just, away, and like I was yeah. really struck by um, your um, story of connecting with the older actress you did the play with and then it ending and you being like, wow, outside of this, like, would we ever even look at each other? And then you move on with your life. But so it, cause it's not the same as your real people because they uh, contractually go. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's an essay where I talk about the sort of um, 
I call it the thing, which is like yeah. mm-hmm. when you work with someone, the different kinds of connections that you can have that in a creative environment, you're sort of allowed to just bypass these normal uh, small talk or getting to know you steps. Like you just skip to deeply knowing each other. Mm-hmm. And it's a little dangerous too in skipping some, some of those steps are there in place for a reason of like protecting yourself or not getting into a connection where you're on different pages or there's a weird power dynamic or, um, and I try to talk about the different types of one, but yes, there was one with an older lady that I did a play with where just because we shared a dressing room and the job sort of told us, we did this play for like five months together and the job kind of told us where and how to be close and that we mm-hmm. didn't really need to do any of the legwork to water the relationship or whatever. We just, were able to sort of see we were kind of like um weird demented twins in our brains and it was and then when it was over we had to yeah say goodbye because but i i think i am bad at that i really am i am i i do wonder if i kind of abuse the business sometimes of like getting to hyper connect and then ghost Mm, I'm, i'm trying to get better at it but it's yeah yeah. But you also like have this lasting example in your life of that with Cosmo. It's like that's yeah. how you guys met. Yeah, and Which I didn't know. I I had no idea that's how you guys neither. met on on that project. And then he just kind of stuck around, even though you guys <laughs> sort of like it seems like maybe in the back of your minds we're trying to really get rid of each other. Totally. Yes. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I like, read it as that way. Like you're sure, like, no, sure, I'm going to sure, be my sure, own sure. person, but I'm in love. Ah, I'm going to go yeah. out there and have experiences, but I'm in love. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think we all deal with that. Like, okay, so there's only so much time in my life and in the day and in you know, w- which do I spend it becoming the most actualized version of my own independent, liberated self, or mm-hmm. work towards the career that I want, or find a partner and put down roots. Like, how do I do these all three things in one lifetime? And I think finding Cosmo so early, I was like, Uh-oh, well, if this is the person, this is too early. And like, yeah. mm. I agree. I was like, well, I don't want you to say you agree. That's <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we played uh, brother and sister. He used to be an actor. We played brother and sister in a movie. And there's Caught. a scene where there is a scene where he uh, tickles me. And Ooh. at the Syracuse Film Festival, you could feel the audience be like, these, <laughs> these I people think are I having sex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't like this movie anymore. Yep. <laughs> Not oh, that they liked it to begin with. Yeah. Well, sh- well, whatever. I, I is that is that is that pl- is that streaming playing anywhere? Is that oh god, no, 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 no. <laughs> I really want to see the tickle. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, no, no. I tried to look it up. I was like, okay, what's Penny's oh, first IMDb credit? I was so sleuthy with this book, and I me too. don't know that it. I don't know that it got me anywhere, but um, I, I did really get horned up when you describe the moment you laid eyes on him mm-hmm. which was yeah. that you were like someone who was so screamingly my type and then the thought in your mind was oh no i have to i, I have to have sex with this person <laughs> and i was like I, Whoa. Yeah. oh god that yeah. feeling is a scary it's a scary it's feeling scary. especially yeah. when you're working with someone you're like oh shoot <laughs> totally yes completely was it just was it just a sexy feeling or was it like a star shower was happening behind him like like just- did you tell at the t- just sex. That's great. Just sex. Yes, totally. Great. And it was that for a while. And then 
all of a sudden I sort of, and I, I think I had, because in talking about these connections that you make with people, <clears throat> you really, it's hard to separate um, how you're in love with their idea of you and mm -hmm. how, you know, you realize like, oh, I'm, did I ask them a question? Am I, am yeah. I actually curious about this person or am I just so addicted to this feeling of they think I'm the music video version of myself? Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah. I think it started there for me. Uh, I was like, oh, he thinks I'm the person that I wish I was. And then, mm -hmm. and we were having a really good time. And then I sort of got tricked into seeing who he actually was, which I was mm. oh, I'm in love with this person. Mm. You like when falling in love disables your own narcissism of being addicted <laughs> to the feeling of uh, infatuation. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You tell a really, like, I think it, there, in the book, there's a moment that sort of pinpoints when it went from, oh, this is fun to, oh, this might be real. And I just want to say, like, how vividly New York, the thing of the hot pipe was. Yeah, yeah, there's a yeah. story. So I won't spoil anything, but there's something that happens between Betty and Cosmo early on in their relationship that involves an exposed hot pipe in a bathroom. And that took me back to living in New York, like like in those types of apartments. The amount of exposed, Ugh. hot, boiling hot yes. pipes. How it, is that legal? <laughs> where where are our government elected officials on this? We have to get them out of there. You're going to burn your ass. Yeah. yeah, come on. Yeah. There was, yeah. Um, there, was a, there was a line that you... Um, well, first of all, the book... Okay, Betty, you have like such a comedian's knack for joke structure like the oh, way thanks. you write is so is so considered in that way where you like always end on the funny part you all like you understand that structure so well and um but the, but, but the perfect you. example is when you mentioned you and cosmo i think attempting an open relationship yeah like there, there, there was like Which paragraph break there was a line break and you said this, this is the equivalent of Abe Lincoln and Mary Todd trying to figure out TikTok. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh well, it's like we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. I'm butchering. Yeah. I'm butchering. I'm butchering the language. But it's yeah, that's just... what straight people doing an open relationship is. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> that, that part. The... The, no, the, that like a heterosexual open relationship like that had that had to drive you nuts. It, uh, I sometimes today, like nowadays, I'm like, remember how incredible it was? And Cosmo's like, you were miserable. <laughs> I was like, I, was I? I mean, it, yes. Yeah. New York <laughs> was just incredible. too small and too, you know, heterosexual. That's they should so just put us down. Like we're, we're trying no. to like keep up with the cool kids and we, we should just <laughs> be pushed out to sea. Um, yeah. But we tried, we tried it for a couple of years, which I'm glad we did. We, I was, I yes. was very young when we started you were dating. Young. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. And every time I'm like, "Yeah, we've been together this long," I'm I always <laughs> want to be like, "And ding, ding, ding!" If there's anyone in this room who's concerned about that math for our history, uh, we had an open relationship for almost four years. <laughs> Don't worry, right. we be fucking other people up and down in our twenties. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. worry about us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that struck me when you said that New York is too small because I was yeah. like, "Oh, I guess that's." I guess that's that's true for like it, that's true for you, Betty Gilpin, where you're like, I'm not gonna fuck any of these like bankers or whatever. I don't I don't know what your standards were at the time, but like I'm sure like you were you were dealing in a small circle with a small circle where you were like, I'm not gonna like I'm not interested in anyone who's not like who doesn't get me on a certain level. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, I guess so. Or like it just wasn't, it's like maybe that the rules were just confusing to all the other straight men and women in New York. Like Mm -hmm. everyone else had been on board. It was like finding the people who were like, yeah, that's cool. Um, that, that felt, and also every time it just felt like every, I I mean, I write in the book about, uh, both of us being totally caught by the other person's friends and just being like, Oh no, that's okay. No, it's supposed to be don't ask, don't tell. Ow, ow, ow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the the rules of it all are what always trip me up because I, I like I we were talking about this last night a bunch of people I was with were like well I have a boyfriend that has to know everything before it happens and I was like see that would drive me absolutely insane as Crazy. both people in the party I can understand like two things completely don't ask don't tell and afterwards you have to say something happened but the what people are comfortable with or say they're comfortable with is so interesting because I'm like you both feel this way or who's silently making concessions here and dying someone. Right, right, right. Totally. And I think the way that I also try to think about like career stuff and um, you know, in the book, I try to write about how you can confuse like the, your own inner light coming out into a room with societal success, like actualization with societal success. It can be very easy to confuse Mm -hmm. those two things of like, am I achieving my childhood dream or is the internet clapping are two different things. Um, And I think like just along the lines of fucking who you want or whatever, it's like, (laughs) we're all just trying to, to have a clear conscience when we're, wrinkly on the porch someday of like I gave myself all the opportunities like I tried or I I didn't stand in my own way I think that's that's what I was most afraid of with all three of those categories actualization career and romance I just was like oh I'm I can't be it can't be my fault Mm. that I didn't try yeah Mm. yeah well there there was there's there's like a a beautifully short essay chapter what, what would you call them just the uh, terminology of it essay, Are they essays? Chap- essay. Yeah, essay installments installment okay <laughs> stories pieces it's you, it's you taking cosmo <laughs> to meet your your family at thanksgiving i loved yeah and it ends with i mean like it's it's this amazing story he hits it off with everybody he like makes shoes out of like under sink garbage it's crazy <laughs> I'm, I'm spoiling it i'm spoiling it oh my no God. it's not it, it's not the da vinci code the plot points aren't important <laughs> i don't i disagree <laughs> when it comes to travel we all have that happy place whether it's the beach ski slopes couples getaway or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. 
my happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed, finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want to get framed, I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Okay, so I feel like we, we might have, even for, for the reader, for the listener, put the cart before the horse. Betty, do you want to, first of all, do you want to just like talk about what the book is, like broad strokes? Like Sure. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I wrote a book. Um, <laughs> it's kind of uh, part um, personal essays about my life and then part, I guess, 
attempting to be comedic social commentary mm. um, about being a woman and uh, being in the entertainment industry. And I think I, I, I sort of realized that um, in a way I had kind of, you know, I've always felt like a, my brain was a room full of women or that I was sort of cycled selves, depending on who was in front of me, like the sidekick or the girlfriend or the this. And yep. I think that that's a very common feeling. And I, I realized that I had sort of literally commodified that feeling in being an actor and sort of literalized this allegory in my life. And uh, um, I tried to write about all that and sort of um, making an alpha living out of all the beta characters I was playing in other people's lives. And was that empowering or was that not like, um, so yeah, that's, Mm. and then also I write about my dog, (laughs) Uh, which was so beautiful. I mean, people, there's dog, there's dog content in this, which (laughs) will take you for a trip to Saturn and back emotionally. And thank God you really got it with the dog stuff. Benny. Really did. Um, okay, thank you. For, sorry, sorry to take a little like <laughs> detour on that, but I love it. I I feel like I I identify with that. I feel very seen by it. With with me, the 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 I think of them less as brain women or brain people as like sometimes in my mind I will see myself in an avatar that I'm not. Like yeah. oftentimes it'll be I'll just watch a movie and I clearly will have connected with a character because I see myself act- in life as that character. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what it is for me for some reason. Like. Lately, I've been really I, in my in my vision of myself. I have a very long ponytail. I don't know what that means, but like I don't know what that means. But I actually am her a lot. Um, but that I think speaks to like your actual like upbringing, being watching your parents do characters, maybe, and also like you know being in environments. You spoke on the last episode that you were on about like being raised in theater. I think I understand that as like. It's it's a journey to find your one person, but it's fun and it's like functional as you're growing up to see yourself as many different like characters that can come in and like, you know, spin the plate for you when you actually don't know. You know what I mean? Totally. Yes. And it's so funny that you say the long ponytail, because (laughs) I was thinking when you were talking in the intro about apologizing about talking over like I do when I listen to your podcast, I really I think a lot about um. Did you guys listen to Peter and the Wolf when you were little? Like the, um, the, uh, it's, is it Tchaikovsky? Like it's like uh, it's a narration Tchaikovsky, and they yeah. put, yes. Yes. Um, it, it, it just the, the two instruments that you guys are, it's, <laughs> it's like fun when you talk over each other. I, I think about whenever you do a rule of culture and it's never in unison, <laughs> it gives me too. so much joy because it's the two different, it's like piccolo and bassoon or whatever. And the, the long and ponytail. Bassoon. <laughs> the long ponytail i always like i picture you guys sometimes as these characters of like if it's 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 not in oh. ellis island but it's like a city hall type place or a complaints <laughs> where like you're you have to stand you're like um you know women on the brink standing in line for something and <laughs> matt is in like an aaron brockovich type outfit <gasps> and has cu- cutting the line in platform shoes shaking his form and yeah. you know has his finger in the face of the teller and you as the reader are kind of next to you listening and it's incredible and it's a monologue <laughs> and it's it, amazing piccolo work 
And then you go to leave and you look down at the door and you've, you've just been stabbed and you look up and it's Bowen wrapped in silks. In, in kind of a, a, for like bassoon energy of like, you know, one's like, and when comes in. And that's what the, yeah, it's, it's just the most it's beautiful true. Tchaikovsky. And, <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. And, it's why I always, and, always picture this is what wow. I mean by lovingly so. illustrating the characters. Period. <laughs> Period. This is this is your knack for metaphor, like to the nth degree for us. Like you describing us in these ways. Like that's <laughs> well, definitely that's my editor helped me pull the metaphor back a little bit. She was like, "Oh, some of this doesn't make sense." It's like, great, 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 great. Tell me where. Like, it the, doesn't matter. Uh, I talked. There's a part where I talk about. Um, um, in the connections essay about like having these connections with older men who mm-hmm. were my senior or, and like, uh, I mean, obviously my senior, but who I admired. And I thought it was just this platonic sort of all that exists is the art mind melding and right. actually found out they were just trying to sleep with me as they were many mm-hmm. other people. Yeah, and yeah. the metaphor, I was like, it used to be. <laughs> Like, oh, he, it wasn't just our text thread. He had many going at the same time as if we were all so complicated, like sickly turtles in one cage. And he dropped in one life-saving penicillin turtle vitamin. And he only needed one of us to survive. My editor was like, you need to cut this. Yeah, she's like, hey, knock, knock, knock. This is not. It tracks for me. I love that. And you say in the acknowledgments, like, thank you for reminding me this sentence does have to make sense because like, you know, period. That, yeah, not to overstay. I, I didn't yeah, didn't have a lot of periods, and they put them in. It was a sprinkling of punctuation. Yeah. I okay, I'm I'm I'm, sorry, I'm I'm going all over the place with this fucking book because like Wait, every it just book. hit me at these at such regular intervals. Okay, but this is what I was talking about with the Thanksgiving one. Um, you mm. bring Cosmo home. It's going great. And then I'm going to paraphrase and I'm going to butcher it. So please correct me. But your dad just gets everyone to go like close their eyes and imagine something that they have that they don't deserve. Mm. Yeah. And then you open your eyes and you see Cosmo looking at you. Yeah. Back at you. I was like, <laughs> holy shit. You can't write this stuff. I was like, where's the movie? I, I mean, you, can't, you can't fictionalize this stuff. That is right. That is crazy. That yeah. is so amazing. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. I mean, you know, I do think, uh, like, what we're... I don't know if you guys feel this way. It is it is this amazing gift to be able to do what we do for a living. It mm-hmm. is confusing to, like, have these, uh, you know, jumping from kind of group to group or society to society of like feeling like it's like a high or being a drug addict and building Mm -hmm. a life where it doesn't always feel like a high, Mm -hmm. but you're taking care of yourself and making deep connections with people that last. I, I don't know. I, I learned so much, um, really falling in love with, uh, him. I, I, I don't know. And, uh, was terrifying continues to be terrifying it's still completely terrifying having a daughter yeah. is terrifying <laughs> oh my god i mean like because then all of a sudden it's like wow a real thing that's outside of myself you know yeah. what i mean like i think that that's something 
some one of the things I love about this book is there is a tension between, um, you know, I'm really growing to believe in myself and growing to be the type of person who can say, I deserve this. I want this. I'm asking for this. I'm going for this. But also, you know, that tug of war that is, but there's the you, there's the other you that needs to be taken care of. And like that wants to connect with someone and put roots down, but it's just like, ugh. but like, I only have one chance for this. And or it feels like that. And there is that tension between that person. They tell you, you want to be and almost working up to that. And then, you know, those moments where you look over at someone at a dinner table and, you know, in this moment you share that and like a soul connection that feels like almost not tenable when you want to work, 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 work because you've been given the opportunity, you know? Yeah. Yes, totally. And I think, do you guys feel this way that, um, you know, being in this phase that we're in where, uh, in your career, you can, okay, here comes a metaphor. I think about the part in Aladdin where he has to go in down into the cave of wonder or whatever, and not touch anything, but the lamp. It's like, yeah. And I think when, um, I was doing theater for 10 years to an audience of no one, you know, or whatever, there was a lot of feeling invisible and feeling like, fuck, like this sucks. Yeah. And now there's so much more opportunity to like, reader, I'm holding my iPhone, like participate in the parade of your, like in the validation or the, uh, there's just more opportunity to like sit and have a little more candy or, or like mm-hmm. have your brain be a little more eaten by the reception of your existence yes. in the world. And I just am so nervous about that and superstitious of like, this part is going to end. And the Mm -hmm. things that are going to last are the things like looking up and seeing Cosmo looking back at me. Yeah. Those Mm. things, you know, it's possible to like fuck up. I don't know. Like it, a la the lamp. I'm like, we just got to like totally celebrate ourselves and root for ourselves. But you got to not, stay too long at the uh at your own parade because yeah. your brain's gonna be eaten like yeah, the, like when i do a talk show yeah. i'm like you can watch it once mm-hmm. one time like or i i i know you were talking about the emmys bowen and feeling kind of gross post it, it, it just it's it's also not i don't know i'm all over the place with topics no no it's no, just no not i'm like it. a it's not a healthy, it's, it's super strange. Yeah. 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 And you know what, too, uh, what I try to remind myself is that you are the only person watching it this closely. You know what I mean? Like uh, whenever, like whenever I feel like there was a moment in something that I didn't get right, or like, especially like now that, and I will say I did identify with this book probably a lot more than I would have a few years ago. And also in re-listening to our episode a few years ago, I actually like, it was like listening to it with new ears because I've, been through a little bit more i think bowen has as well i think our just careers progressed a little bit more so now i understand when you say things like when you're talking about like the publicity of it all and the taking of pictures and the showing up to events and that part of it you do like when you get it it's it's like demystifying in a way that could be demoralizing but that is also kind of freeing because it's just it, it does make you realize like you know me like slaying every second of this talk show appearance or like looking good in this picture or being invited to this event is actually silly. 
You know what I mean? It's silly to think about. It could be fun. I have fun doing all of it. But when you see the smoke and mirrors, they are so that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was getting from. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And not only are are those things silly, but they're deceptive. And I'm going to extend the thing of what Betty, you talk about with like the thing and like, like everything being set up so that like the work is done for you to achieve that connection um like like i'll just say like for stuff that i've done and like you know there's there there are only so many projects that i've done so far and so people can like use deductive reasoning but it's like i had like a showman's and i was like i really bought it for a second because we were making each other playlists we were really like talking as if we were like soulmates and i was like wait a minute i have to like back it up but i'm saying like all all of these other little things as part of like if you get lucky enough to work somewhat consistently at a certain exposure or like mm, brightness like these things like the work gets done for you in a way like like someone picks out your your dress or your suit someone picks out like the thing like the talk shows you go to like things things are like done for you in such a way maybe this is what is is this where you're getting is this what you're talking about it's like this is going to end like the the work will not always be done for me and so therefore i have to do my own legwork in terms of like making sure my partner is okay Mm -hmm. my baby my child is okay yeah yeah and it's it's just easy to like things that they feel like they are registering as a 10 in the same way are are different like you know maybe the showman's wasn't you know, lasting, but I do think like, I mean, how did you guys meet? You know, it's, this is very lasting, you know, it's there. It's, it's almost like this. I feel it about having a daughter where I, uh, it's like this contract with the devil. I signed (laughs) of like, you've been living on a, and I, I feel this being an actor too. It's like, you've been living on a scale of, you thought you were living one to 10. You're, you've been living, four to six you're mm-hmm. about to feel what tens Ooh, and ones yeah. are oh and uh oh God. i like signed up i was like okay i want the tens and the yeah. ones are insane unbelievable <laughs> and it you know it i feel it makes me feel that way about the world too having her i'm like simultaneously like doom scrolling about how much time we have left on earth literally and being like i mean is there a god i didn't think there was like maybe god exists like i have so Mm. much hope and so much fear at the same time and i think that way you know being an actor too it's like you know i have a friend who works a cubicle job and he's like i ate lunch in my car because i hate my coworkers. it's fine I'm like, you're not sobbing with the people that you, you're not holding your hands and talking about your childhoods and making playlists. Like, you know, I'm not that you have to be an actor to have deep connections with people, but I think (laughs) it is like, it's wild how fast that happens. Yes. Yeah. But this deal that you make, like, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like play on the edge of, um, the safety of my ego and health and whatever in making all these connections along the way and like a little parade for myself, but I'm, it's like a risk every time. Of like, I know yeah. what's, what's so funny is like, I feel it happening even now I'm working a job right now. And I just so happen to have fallen in love with a couple people like up here. Like I genuinely love and adore them. Yeah. It's literally just a thing of like, I don't know. I, I feel like now that I've done a few projects where like, 
I too have gotten really emotionally wrapped up in a few people. Like I do try to set a boundary now because you know that like, it's true that you'll be talking about like, Oh, when did you lose your virginity? Or when was your first kiss? When was your this? When was your that? Like in a way that like, yeah, is unique totally. to this experience. But not knowing like what their apartment looks like or <laughs> exactly. who, where they're from or what their yeah. middle name is. Like there's just this bypass that, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the best and it's fucking dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it'll break your heart. It, it has, yeah. you know, like it, I mean, like it's, and then it's weird like too, because it's like you do something with someone and in the case of if it's on a platform where they're actually going to put work into people seeing it, you then get back together with them to promote it. And you're this weird other version of yourself that's not in a makeup trailer talking shit with HMU. It's someone who's in like head to toe Todd Snyder and like has someone named Jessica doing their makeup and like totally. then you're talking to them getting ready to do this yes. thing. And you it's, know? Like, it's like you work together as kids in a tree house like oh my god and then uh, what if on this part i fall and you hit me is it stupid if we do one where you hit me in the face with it and like yes you see, like oh my god you were the same kind of kid i was and then when you see each other for press or whatever you're no longer in the tree house you're like sold out adult and seeing yeah. them like that and you like that it's like oh now we're on a panel in silks and this yeah so i don't want you to see me like this or me you yeah <laughs> paddle and so it's, is- it's 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 <laughs> like it's like they knew the 5 30 a.m makeup trailer you and now they're seeing the 7 p.m cocktail party for the thing you right 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 it's like whoa but what about that thing we were you know yeah interesting yeah yeah and you're not like allies in the same thing anymore it's like back out to the wolves yeah yeah very much the wolves it's heartbreaking to even talk about to even hear you guys describe it well, you can. T- I don't know. That is, I guess, a cool thing. Is like you genuinely, Jen. I always do this thing where I say genuinely instead of generally, and I'm working on it. But you <laughs> genuinely and generally <laughs> go back each and every year to like a cast, yes. which right. is, I think, so cool. And honestly, Betty, another thing I'm thinking of is like the fact that there was a season four of Glow that was going to happen, and uh, like a community of actors that I know you love so much, and then all yeah. of a sudden they just say, "Never mind, stop," and also we're not going back. Like that didn't get to have like a an ending, you totally. know? Like yeah, yeah. And there are two episodes that exist. Like we shot two. <sighs> yeah, so crazy. Fuck. I, no, yeah. I know it was it was painful. It's <laughs> so strange. I watched a few episodes of, of it again today just because I, in, in listening to the episode, I remembered how much I loved it. And I did watch season two, episode four, which is my girl's showcase. And I just loved it. I, what a great show. What a shame we didn't get to see more. What a shame. Oh, you, you want to know which, which scene I went back and watched, Matt, was um, when Alison Brie's character comes back from like just that rapey hotel room with the, with the yes. network exec. Oh, yes. yeah. And then Debbie, and then and then Betty's character is like, there's 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 a line reading, and this is this is and and hearing and seeing Betty describe herself as making too many faces and like that being like a bad thing, I'm like no because <laughs> no, there's a line wrong. reading where, um, Allison goes, so I went to his head, so like <laughs> she's like, so yeah, he like made a pass at me, and then Betty does a line reading of it's three words, three words, okay, there's like ten faces where she goes, what did you do? Like it's just it's just the words. What did you do? And then Allison goes, "I left." And then Betty goes, Debbie goes, "You left." Like it's just 
it's it's these it's these it's these crazy not crazy it's just these like amazingly dense and it's it's in the writing it's in the fucking book it's like it's so dense betty like everything you give out is just so rich such a rich cake of a, of a thing. Oh, I mean, you're that. so good. You're such a like a monster. You're such an enormous well of talent. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, temp to hire, part time, or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once in a lifetime experiences? From can't miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celebs favorite restaurant. Staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances 
hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finance through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T dot com. Let's get into it. I want to tell you. So we haven't seen you since then. I'm, I've, I believe I like, you know, reached out and was emphatic. But like, I never watch movies like The Hunt because I really can't. Like, it uh, really yeah, upsets I don't, I don't me. Either. I don't like it. But when I tell you, I gripped the sides of my sofa and like the parts that I could handle, I sat on the sofa and watched. And then I ran to the back. I, Jared will tell you, I ran to the back of the living room and watched like peeking up from the kitchen. But oh, I did no. watch the whole thing. But I was literally on my feet running around screaming because it scared me so much. But you <laughs> ate the hunt up. Oh, my God. You, you were so, so brilliant. And all the readers, like if you haven't watched the hunt, you can you can like get it. I like, think it's on Netflix. I think yeah. Is yeah. it on Netflix? I think so. I think wonderful that, I think town. And it's on Prime Video, free with ads. Oh oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, if you want that, no Great. ads. Meant to be watched with ads. Um, Absolutely. But your chapter about the hunt is also so, incredible. I mean, like I didn't know yeah. all that was going on, but yeah, what? Just checking in crazy, now, crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. like the hunt of it all, like yeah. being at the center of that and then also yeah. feeling like it just was something that that then passed like that had to feel <sighs> so surreal it, it's crazy i'm sure you guys have had your versions of it of like okay basically the cliff's notes version is i was doing um a dog's purpose two in winnipeg you know like we all know no need to <laughs> with discuss with that film. ham on your shoulder <laughs> yeah, yeah turkey, turkey slices <laughs> turkey. <laughs> yeah yeah, oh my god, that was so dark. Um, and being like, okay, this is this is which whatever. No, no disrespect to that that art forum, but I was like, you know, maybe I'm now. Play- and I was playing the mom of a. She was 25 years old, and I was 32 <laughs> at the time <laughs> in the dog movie where I was a drunk mom screaming at beagles. Um, I can't believe. And I, I uh, made this Hail Mary audition tape for the lead in this movie. And they were like, oh, the, you know, the reason that we want an unknown. I love when they say an unknown to Ooh. your face. You're like, <laughs> yeah. like you're a dementor or something. Yeah. Um, uh, because everybody dies at the beginning. We'll just put pa- famous people in those roles. And then you'll be like the secret surprise lead. Yeah. Um, and I fought really hard for the job, got the job glow wasn't going to let me out and so i spent months writing letters to fight for keeping the job and then uh whatever and and then um did the job loved the job and then it was misrepresented on the internet i would say Mm -hmm. like the trailer made it seem like it wasn't a satire whatever the yeah the dude who was the president one time uh tweeted about it and i got thousands of death threats Mm. (laughs) and Fox news got my cell phone number and my address. And it was like this weird thing of, and then universal pulled the movie and canceled it. And it was this, uh, and it was like my favorite thing I'd ever done just sort of stupidly creatively. I was like, but my opus is locked in there. Like, I know. And it was sort of learning the lesson of, 
does it does it matter if the if the world cla- like if the world sees it happen like if it happened it happened right right, right. and um and then you know it came out eventually <laughs> and no one remembered it at all that is it's so crazy March when the internet shits itself over you in a negative way and then yeah. just the tides of the internet wash it they away and the on. only person left remembering it is you <laughs> yeah oh yeah you have a line in the book you're like um so, so uh, it's I, I forget what the first half is but it's like you know controversy like with controversy the internet goes crazy with redemption it's like redemption it's is silent redemption yeah. is quiet yeah. yes i was like damn that that is that is sort of the that is sort of like the, the the dynamic profile of that kind of thing where it's like right there's no release or maybe the release is like the the sort of blowout anger of it all like the collective like this the outrage and then like there's no there's no balancing of that ledger like in people's minds which is right. kind of awful but i mean it came out yeah. march 13th i remember <laughs> 2020. I, I, 2020 i remember what it was it was like my first lockdown sit down watch i remember like i watched gray gardens like, the original i was like i let me just like get a feel for like what being in a house is like um <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I remember watching The Hunt and I will never ever 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 forget ever forget before you shoot Amy Madigan in the face <laughs> cigarettes in Arkansas only cost six bucks you fucked up bitch <laughs> and then you kill Amy you kill Madigan her. you kill, kill her, her. can oh I God. ask just like when you're doing a movie like that that is so gory like how much of that is practical and are you freaking out like 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 or did you sort of like because you were in the zone like you you went away because that is a that was a really wild movie yeah yeah it was wild it was not a lot of practical blood at all okay the Great. i mean the fight stuff was weirdly glow felt more like at the end of the day your body is like hey what do we do for a living yeah, that was what's crazy going on? Yeah. um more just <laughs> I, I mean i trained a lot for the hunt but glow was it just felt like you were in a car accident over and over and over and over again um and you realize that stunt people like even though they're they're like Olympians or whatever, but their job is to hurt themselves. It's not like yeah. you find a way to secretly not hurt yourself. It, it mm-hmm. hurts so much and it gets harder <laughs> and harder every passing year. Yeah. Because you just have to keep doing it. Like that's never not yeah. going to be a part of the show glow. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. And I, but I will say there is a scene at the end of the hunt, which is like, it rivals Beyonce and Ali Larder as the greatest. <laughs> Yeah, uh, greatest fight face off in the history of film, I believe. I mean, Hillary Swank and Betty Gilpin absolutely kill each other. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. It should I'm be, so sorry it should that you I you never have to do that again for me, Matt, to watch a movie that you don't enjoy like or or the genre you get do you get scared and then do you keep getting scared? Like do you uh, what keep happens thinking about is it? like I well, I'm just very sensitive to like shocking violence. But the thing yeah. is about the hunt is it so gets you ready for that tone literal seconds into the movie, yeah. which I mean, I, yeah. I don't think I'm spoiling anything, but like literally everyone dies in, in, in pretty much the beginning. Yeah. And then like Betty is full on the lead. So like 
just to see Emma Roberts's head get blown off. (laughs) Like I was just like, Oh my God. And I screamed. (laughs) And then like, honestly, it was like, it was like, then like the Amy Madigan part did happen. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm just living in this world. It's fun because with the Amy Madigan Madigan part, you're like, Oh, this is a, this is going to be a joy ride. This is going to be like, or or not a joy ride, but it's going to be fun for us. Yeah. Yes. And also, yeah, I will yeah. put myself through pain for an actress tour divorce. You know what I mean? Like, for an actress tour divorce, I will I will suffer great, great harrowing um, inconvenience. Like, like even like, you know, I was thinking about watching Black Swan again the other day. And I was like, oh, remember that part where when Ryder stabs herself in the face, so then she turns into Natalie Portman? I'm like, yeah, I could put myself through that for an actress tour divorce again, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what about, did you watch for an actress tour divorce, the Tony Collette movie, um, no, okay. I won't Hereditary. do that. No. Hereditary, and I won't yeah. watch Mids- Midsommar either. Sorry, really, okay. I can't do it. No, Ari, Ari Aster's furious. Probably, I think you could do Midsommar. I don't like scary <laughs> movies, and I, 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 yeah, I think so. So you, you don't think I could do Midsommar? But I've heard I, that Midsommar is like beyond the pale. Oh, I <laughs> think Hereditary. Matt should see. I think Matt should see Hereditary for sure because it's like camp. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think it also, is. So the the like the moment <laughs> where things get bad, I've heard about this. It's 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 un it's unforgettable. Yeah. Like little mama head never- come off. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even when the head come off, it's when Tony <laughs> oh, yes, discovers yes, the next morning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when there's the, when she's up in the corner. Oh, I remember yeah, being in the in the audience, writer Doyle and I saw it together. Writer in Doyle. West Hollywood and <laughs> Someone went, <laughs> and because it's the part where someone's in the corner like of the screen crawling. like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. and no, and people from her saying that noise, we were like, "What is the?" <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, like I, I wish, I wish it was a thing that I like was like, yeah, it'll be so fun. Come on, guys, and like you go and like with a pack of your girlfriends and sit there and order pizza and like have popcorn and you hide behind the popcorn bucket and you throw it at each other like so fucking cute night at the movies like and it's scary. Woo. Like I can't. I freak out. I'm up screaming and my my shoulders go to my head yeah. and I'm like in physical pain. I wake up really sore the next day. I understand. I'm I, I got I have you seen Barbarian yet, Betty? No. I really want to see it. It's supposed to be amazing. It's supposed oh, to be great. great. It's 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 an Airbnb horror movie. Oh, oh I mean, so I don't like go. horror either. Yeah, she doesn't like it. But oh, I, that's there, right. I am realizing <laughs> if there's a female tour de force, I do, I do, I do. Yes, I believe, I believe Barbarian has a female tour de force. Great. That's all I'll say. Anyway, that's yeah, that's all. I <gasps> was gonna bring up the palace because I feel like this is a very pertinent thing too. Not to get like exclusively show busy in this episode, but I feel like it's. It relates to like everything else we've talked about because I feel like um, you write about how you conceive of this palace in showbiz where like they let you in, like you know, you know, if you if you whatever, like make all the right choices or whatever, if things line up for you in the right ways, then you like touch the moon, right? Like that you're you are sort of breathing rarefied air. You're like yeah. kind of with all these other people who are incredible. Um, <laughs> But I feel like with the way that like the business works and the way and like the work that is required of, let's just say, actors who like have to simulate all of these relationships and intimacies and all these things. Like, I don't know. I feel like 
if you if you're in the palace for too long then that's also like destructive then that's all that is also something that like is irreversible and like you're stuck you're 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 imprisoned in the palace for the rest of your life yeah. We were talking about this idea of the palace, which is like for everyone that's that's listening that hasn't yet read the book, which is this idea of like the fancy level of Hollywood, which is like the parties and the nominations of it all and the award shows and like the actual attention that comes with is, you know, quote unquote, succeeding in the entertainment industry as an actor where it looks like they're projecting you back out to the world as like a shiny thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's, yes. that's yeah. the concept. And this idea that like, does it exist at all like the yeah. feeling is like you're almost there one more thing and you'll be there right around yeah. the corner yeah. one more thing like uh one more financial bracket or one more thing on your imdb page and you'll be let in and then once you think you're being let in they're like like through that door and up those stairs mm-hmm. um you know i think that it's been a uh particularly strange you know being an actress, there are just more visual smoke and mirrors opportunities uh, to just look different from how you woke up in the morning in terms of like being on a talk show or being on a red carpet or something yeah, like yeah. there's just more uh, or it, actors sort of become this um, like being on set. It's like you're a bulletin board for every other department's work to post on. It's not because you're a very special yeah. Marie Antoinette, pretty, pretty princess who deserves attention. It's like, you just become the bulletin board for more people's art or work, like lighting and makeup and costume. And, um, and that can sort of weirdly bleed into your life outside of set that you become this, uh, I don't know, like, um, like a heightened version of yourself made by a bunch of other people. Yes. Uh, Yes. Which feels like, I like my face better when a a professional artist has done it up and, and my hair and my clothes. And I, you know, I've never been, I, I, it's like, I, I almost, uh, I feel like some of my creative window into being an actor is because I wasn't good at that stuff. Cause Mm -hmm. I was really like that girl's best friend, uh, carrying her books. And now I'm like cosplaying as her because I've presented (laughs) my notes on her, as an mm-hmm. actor and now but i'm like if i become her do am i stop will i stop the ability to play her mm-hmm. but, yeah but i don't know mm. it's terrifying I, it's <laughs> like that thing of just you're being too like it's the fear of being too aware of yourself yeah and and, and like yeah there there does seem to be like i remember in our last episode with you like you talked about being in la and like some people are just after this for maybe a different reason than you are you're someone who actually enjoys being these people and showing your work because of your you know time observing them and like what you get to channel through them but then all of a sudden they do push you out and they're like this part is also important pay pay six grand for a publicist you know what i mean right, a month. right. and it's like huh? right and and then you're yes. like wait this doesn't track but it better because that means more of this the stuff that you like doing right, right, or so right. they tell you and yeah. you know what you know so it becomes this like very 
weird like system you participate in. And one of my favorite things you say in the book, which is something I didn't realize until we went to the Critics' Choice Awards when Bowen was nominated, is the little line that you get in to get to the oh, red carpet. So Ooh. me, so you know, this is like a, something I'm observing like about the reality of the situation. I thought when I was a little kid watching award shows, that's like, oh, they pull up in the limousine and there they've arrived to the red carpet and look at them take to the red carpet and people are taking photos of them. They look stunning as people shout their name. They move <laughs> to be interviewed by, you know, Ryan Seacrest or Ryan Seacrest type and they go in, have a full meal and then win or gracefully lose the award. They drink on the rest of their night and marry. They get a full night's sleep and continue working as happy actors. Meanwhile, it's like you pull up to the red carpet and then you do, you get on a little line that actually yeah. can be a very big line of people waiting to get their photos taken and their publicists. Yeah. And it's just so interesting because it is this thing. It's like, oh, two, two people in front of me. There's Juliette Lewis also standing, staring at nothing. And yeah. it's just this like, weird like little line that leads to like the big line. Like a Dunder Mifflin Magic Mountain line of like <laughs> yeah. this corporate roller coat. You're like, what? And, and that you've been spending two hours getting yourself so hyped up of like, yes. this is my night. Like this is the, the, the whole world is gathered to see me yeah. in this night. And yeah. then you realize yeah. how low on the totem pole you are and how, yeah, it's, it's just corporate prom. Yeah. But I think my little theory on top of this theory is that like the people at, on the top floor of the palace, the people who have like been there for a very long time or people of are people of high esteem and honor are not even that thrilled to be there themselves. And I know that, that totally. I know that's very, that's not a new idea. And like a lot of this part of the business is demystified to everybody now, but like, um, or has been for a long time. I just feel like you're, you're, everyone is right to disengage from this as soon as possible. As soon as they understand yeah. what's going on, turn the other way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, completely. <laughs> You know, yeah. what's funny is like, I remember standing in that line and thinking it's that crazy feeling of like, you do, you get all excited and then you get in the line and I was with Bowen. So it's like, it's like, oh, wow. Like now we all have to stand here and wait to get on this carpet and have that thing go on in our head of like, do people even want to see me here? I'm not going out there. No. It's insane that I'm going out there. Look at the people around me. They're actually like people that people know. I'm not doing this. Yes. And so there was like a harebrained idea that I would like go out and take a picture with Bowen. And I turned to Bowen and I was like, look, uh, these people don't want to see me. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And he was like, I oh, got God. I wish I could go with you. And I was like, yeah, well, see ya. So I went in and had a drink and saw sort of like, for some reason I was in there and I saw sort of the upper echelon of the palace. And when I tell you, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith walked right in front of me and they glided past me wordlessly. I just breathed. You look incredible to Jada as she goes by. And she just looked and sort of gave me eye contact and a slight smile. And I thought, wow, the peak of Hollywood glamour, the palace, the palace, the pal the king and the queen. Weeks mm. later, he would slap a man on television. Right, right. So there is a storm underneath. Yeah. <laughs> but don't you feel like at those things, seeing people, even though it's still the palace and gross, seeing people who you have made those connections with. Like, Love it. It's like, oh, there is. Yeah, it's it's you can find little pockets of treehouse yes. in, yes. in the palace. But, and yeah. I do think those are, it is different, even though they're fleeting and strange, it is still really meaningful. 
I mean, we made yeah. friends that night. Like we, 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 uh, like, I and mean, it's the so connections, funny. not the award shows. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 okay. yes. yes. Okay. It's sometimes funny though, who those people are too. Like, you know, we were sitting at the table and I literally looked across the room and Molly Shannon was over there and I couldn't run Bowen over to Molly Shannon quick enough. Like to think of Molly <laughs> Shannon being that person in a room that you like feel the, safe uh, with. Let's so Yeah, funny. right, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Darcy Mark was over when there. When I see and I was Mark like, Maron, I immediately start sobbing. Yeah. I never yes. thought that it would be that way. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Haven people, like the Haven people are always surprising. Do you guys find in in these three years where your careers have soared, do you find mm. it like, especially comedy-wise, do you find that success has made your job easier of like, like going on stage and doing your, or are you more in your head or are you more like, I, I have the, I know I have the room so I can do the jokes I want. Bowen, you go first. Okay. The, 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 my whole Emmys breakdown last week, which thank you everybody for um, listening to that. It was very self-indulgent that I would even bring it up on the podcast, but mm. um, that's, that's an example of like, it not getting easier of me yeah. second guessing this very basic thing that I thought I was good at that I right. am expected to do. Right. Um, and just being like, and having this full dysphoria with it being like, I don't, I don't. And I say dysphoria as in like other people have been like, no, like you, I don't know why you think that. And I guess I'm trying to like move past it by calling it that. But I think that it has, it has, it was literally the fact that I had a suit, that I had a tux on and that my hair was, that my makeup person was late. And so therefore I was like studying, examining my face and my hair and being like, right. I don't look right. And it's, and it has nothing to do with the capital TW work, you know, like it has nothing to do with that. And that's what I think I'm the most frustrated about is that I'm like, I'm hung up on something that I shouldn't even be hung up on, but therefore like on, on a meta level, that is the frustrating thing about being in a place like that. And then, I don't know, that's, that's, it's, I'm still kind of scattered about it. Matt, what about yeah. you? Well, for me, it's similar because I also find myself distracted sometimes, but I, I think I do it to myself. And just like if thinking about the actual work itself, like I feel so grateful to have these opportunities that I have. Like it was always my dream to book a show. Like I love that for you. Like it was always my like dream to be able to do a movie with my friends and stuff. And like, you know, it's was my dream to be able to one day, like say I have a comedy special. And now that I have these opportunities, like I get a little in my own way when I think about fucking them up. So yeah. I guess like, that's where, what it is for me is it's just like, yes, of course I have all the same, um, things around you know the star machine of it all you know what i mean i i look at it and i'm like sometimes i look at my own instagram and i'm like does it look like a funny person's instagram or does it look like someone who's posted a lot of pictures of himself so i have a lot of that and i definitely think that because it was my first experience in that machine like that i've learned from it and you know next time i'll be able to like you know keep the um beast alive a little bit more than yeah. just like you know picture um well, but I also think yeah. at work and at my job, like I've had other act like Jennifer Lewis called me after we wrapped the show and had to come out. And she said, I couldn't tell you this while we were shooting, but I want to tell you now you're too hard on yourself. 
And just hearing it from someone like her who really apparently watched and really apparently cared. I was just like, you know what? Now I think I'm actually ready to hear that and be go a little bit easier on myself because I think it's harder when you know you can do it. And I say this not as someone with like, not in an arrogant way, but I know I've worked hard and I know I'm talented. And so I just don't want to mess up the opportunities. And so that gets more difficult when the opportunities are definitely going to be seen. And when you are standing with people you really respect and want to impress, you know, we're not in basements anymore um, performing to two people. It's like, you know, these are real opportunities to show yourself And what you have to remind yourself is that you're only going to access the maximum of that opportunity by just letting yourself be because you are why you're there. Yeah. And almost like I find it so interesting, um, honestly, watching uh, certain people in old episodes of SNL before they were like stars of SNL at like, mm-hmm. like I forget who it was like Kristen Wiig or Will Ferrell or something like their first skits. They're not getting huge laughs no. because they don't like have the room already. Like, mm-hmm. like the people aren't already like, Oh, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? Oh my God. I knew it was going to be amazing. Like winning people over from zero. It's, it takes a different set of tools. And I think mm-hmm. like, probably in high school that's what we all did like i remember saying a joke under my breath no one laughing and then the jock next to me saying it louder and getting a huge laugh and being like fuck off man you you just have the thing that i can't get like Mm -hmm. like the social pull of like the cafeteria being like whatever you do we already are on board with you (laughs) and so i wonder i wonder if you listening back to yourself from three years ago if it's like that shift of like what's been added is you have the room now and there's there's a difference between like letting your brain get drunk on your follower count or being at the palace and over serving yourself or and like the other thing is shedding a skin that's not serving you anymore of like you don't need the self-hate to or being hard on yourself to like get the joke in sideways because like you're at a different fucking table now and it's so finding a way to still be able to sleep at night and be like, I, I'm always going to hate myself. I'm always going to be hard on myself and I'm always <laughs> going to come in things sideways, but maybe there's a different, maybe my voice has dropped for a, a, a good reason. Oh yeah. my God. That's Daddy. really interesting. Yeah. Well, I feel like this whole episode has been me quoting your own book back at you, <laughs> but I did write down one line which was so resonant and very important and it's exactly what you're saying but you were like my favorite kind of work is the weird silly work that like um people make when um they're uninhibited and that work never gets made if the loudest voice in your head is maybe i should shut up maybe i should be quiet Mm -hmm. right i've been living with that voice for like the past year i think yeah I think, I think this last season on SNL, I had a great season. I was so lucky um, to do everything I did. But I think, I, I think, I think maybe something happened like after that second season that I had where I was like, this was, wow, I never expected these things to happen to me. Um, and it felt like I was really like earning, earning like whatever like my keep because i was still like young and scrappy and starting out and it was like you know covid shows where we only had like a a half full house and i was like i really gotta i really gotta like go for it and then maybe i was like 
resting on my laurels a little bit this this last year, but I feel like there was that also left room for that voice to like creep in and be like, you mm-hmm. should not do that thing. Like you probably shouldn't. And I think this this just applies to like my whole like comedic output in general. Like I haven't been on stage. I haven't um, like in front of like a, you know, like like as myself, like in like, you know, in front of an audience really. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to change that soon with stuff. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that, but I'm, but, but that, but thank you for putting it in those terms, Betty. But you're also such a surgeon in terms of the way you, your comedy is so, it's so exact in the way that you've observed all walks of life. And I think that that probably, it's one of the myriad of reasons why you're so brilliant, but also maybe a reason that like you can't turn that off. Like if you're, if you're not, taking apart the syllables of um an alexis nyers phone call it's like that (laughs) it's it's turned onto your own self of like (laughs) if i don't have an engine going forward into something maybe it it turns which i i mean we all have that version of like the wheel gets put on its side and it's like a tunnel downward like and now it's time to be dark um but I'm so much, but as an audience member, I'm so much more interested in your kind of comedy and art and, uh, uh, as opposed to like, I feel like some comedians are just, it's like comfort porn. Like you're watching someone, like, I feel like that's why Louis CK was like, you're just watching someone be Mm -hmm. so like no difference between if they were talking to their best friend in their kitchen or you. And it's like, Oh wow. How interesting to see someone be just so inherently themselves. But, there's a point where I don't know that that gets a little stale. It's weird that we do any of the things we do. And I, there's nothing yeah. that special or like, I don't know. There's, there's nothing that exceptional about this work, except that you as an individual have to negotiate your own. Let's just say narcissism. I know it's a clinical term, but like you're a narcissism <laughs> yeah. with like all, all of the, all of the offerings and the spoils that like, the industry can give you i think that's like yeah that's that's what we're all talking but but another element of it that you do say in the book is that a lot of it is fun you know what i mean like it's fun it's fun i mean here's the thing about cinderella she wasn't the sad emoji leaving the ball (laughs) (laughs) that's not the emoji she was she was was, she was she she was this emoji and describe for the readers bow she (laughs) <laughs> oh, she was that side eye like smirk, and side she was a smirk. little. So she was a little bit side eye smirk. She was a little bit a devil horn, devil. yeah. And she was also a little bit a little. What is? Oh, face melting. Face melting. I think face she melting. her face was melted because there had been so much magic. Like I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and then also a little bit horny for the. Sorry, but Prince. Prince. And then <laughs> definitely smirking at the possibilities of a new world. And I think that is the thing about going to these things, because you do leave a little bit like drunk and giddy, and you're like, oh my God, I talked to XYZ, and like, and you buzz a little bit because you get a glimpse into that horny little world. And then, which it is a horny little world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and which I do love about it, but like, um, and then you <laughs> giggle away, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like I got to like look <clears throat> into the fishbowl, but it's so different. And and also, you know, too, like 
coming up as a little kid who like did read magazines. Like I remember reading Us Weekly and laughing my ass off to the fashion police. Oh my and, god! Like, Every week, yeah, just like, to it. like wanting to know what everyone was up to. You know what I mean? Like these people that I saw doing something I wanted to do. What were they up to? What were they like? What was going on in their lives? And then you get in the fishbowl and you're like, oh, these are just people with varying degrees of like you know whatever's going on. Yeah, and. Another thing about the stylist of it all and like the PR of it all is I remember like reading those Us Weekly like fashion police things. And if people wore a bad outfit and were like, like clocked for wearing a bad outfit, I remember me as a little kid used to think, yeah, they're so stupid. <laughs> like, they're so stupid. They showed up looking ugly. And now yeah. it's just like, no, any of us with a stylist could show up looking bad at any time. I never yeah. have. Love my people. But like, it could happen to the best, smartest, most talented individuals. And it has. But yeah. I remember thinking, like, as a little snarky kid who probably would be on Reddit these days, a little shudder to think. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, what an idiot Laura Flynn as Boyle is. As if they showed it themselves. What a fool. Like, T Boz from TLC really sucks. Because <laughs> she showed up and I didn't like her garment. Like. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, oh, brother. I can't wait to see you to dancing in this movie or show what uh, it has been announced. It's a, li- it's a little show, oh, cool. um, <laughs> but it's an episode where we do do choreography, and I have been doing it in heels, which I have to say, wow. it sucks. <laughs> wow, it sucks. Ginger Rogers vibe. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know, but <laughs> choreo, the choreo of it all. I find choreography to be excruciatingly hard. I don't, that part of my brain doesn't exist. It's also just like when, well, you know, when you ever watch choreographers talk to each other and they start to talk in like numbers and it's like yeah. on the two and the three. And I think the three should actually become twos or should they stay fours? <laughs> no, let's have, so let's have, um, let's have Matt still be two and then we're, everyone else is going to be one. No, that doesn't make sense. Matt still be a four. And I'm like, literally my brain is soup. My brain is the melting emoji. And I'm like, queen, I don't know what you said. And I don't know what it is. Are you singing in it? <laughs> Not in this. No, okay. it's a, I can't say too much. Okay, 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 okay. Um, because I actually oh. sent an email. I was like, don't, like, don't you dare tell me when you're on this show. I was like, okay, oh. but it doesn't matter. I think it was just like Netflix being like, they hey. know your platform. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm, da- I'm dancing. Do wow. you, your reader reach. When's the last time you did choreography? God, the last time I did choreography. Uh, for that uh, um, Apple show Roar, um, oh, yes. I did an episode and we did a dance in the street at the end. And I just, like, in oh. in high school, I, I would have semi-leads in musicals and always the dance teacher would be like, and then we know that you take an eight count back to the back of the stage and we have the dancers come and cover you because you can, you are not a mover. And you can um, step touch in the back. Yeah, exactly. Off the beat. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, that's it, okay. It's it's really, it's it's a whole, it's a whole Bowen, do you have to do it a lot for SNL? He he, he learns like little routines. Little routines, but it's but they'll bring in like a choreographer who like will have to choreograph the easiest thing for everyone to do. Otherwise, we all we all kind of get 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 angry. Um, wait, what can I ask you about this new Damon Lindelof show you're you're in? I think you guys are gonna really love this show. (laughs) I love Damon. You're talking to a lost girl. Damon. Uh, oh, um, yes. It's. Uh, I also cannot say too much, uh, but Which, I am a nun, uh, 
and I am, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, I think that it might be a show that readers and their non-reader siblings could enjoy together, maybe. Oh, it's going to bring together and the maybe world. Parents. I can't tell who, what sect of people we're going to make upset, but someone might get upset. Someone's going to get <laughs> upset because you're a nun sort of up to no good. <laughs> well, I'm not, I, I don't know, I don't know. I you can't say. <laughs> oh my god, it's so chic to not be able to say to be on a Damon Lindelof show and not be able to say Bowen. Not that be is able the to dream. Say is so chic. That is the dream about about a Damon Lindelof project. I texted him. Mm. Sorry, God, I, I can't have believe his number. you have his number. Wow. I, I'm so because jealous. He, because he, this is the nicest man. He texts me every week after a show <sighs> after SNL. He goes, "What?" Bo, he goes, "Bowen, that was amazing." No. Anyway. I texted, I, I took it upon myself to text him this week. I was like, I just finished Betty's book. You must read it if oh. you haven't. Like, is, isn't she the best? And then he goes, I love her to death. It really sucks that she can write circles around me and still be a brilliant actress. Oh my God. Damon, I mean, so you, nice. it, it, it's like you are the best actor. And also <laughs> like, this is so good like you, you are guys so are really talented it. i know you guys also, are very busy to give home to give hours long homework is a no not not even it, it was it was literally not homework because it genuinely genuinely like enriched every i loved reading every page of it i Me mean too. it's so Thank funny so and much. it's so good Thank i just you. like i mean i can't say enough like and it also like it must have been really fucking hard yeah, it was a, well, I don't know. I, I, I wrote it right after Mary was born and I think I was still on just adrenaline literally yeah. from childbirth and I wrote it pretty fast. It was, I think writing it in quarantine was the only way that it could have, like, yeah. I think I was just so self-conscious about not being, like, I had such who cares, who cares shut up energy around yeah. writing in particular that, um, it really felt like it, I wrote it when we when we thought the world was over when like right, there were no right. more thi- like we were we were going to be inside forever, and so I was like one last <laughs> shout to the wave of the tsunami before it crashes on all yeah. of us. Here's the book, uh-huh. and then the tsunami dissipated, and I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. shouts will be beamed yeah, outward. It'll be yeah. published. Okay, great. <laughs> I just, I, I like as, as someone who like dreams of like doing this one day. Like, I just, I, I was so blown away and inspired to. by it because, and I will say again, like the character of you is so well drawn because you are on every page and your voice is so mm. clear and it, like you really, you're you are such a a narrator of life in this. But what really comes through for me are all the characters. Like, for example, the character of Max. You know what I mean? Yeah. That person, that person that just like, like really gets, you know what I'm saying? Like those yeah, people you yeah. meet along the way, they're yeah. all so vivid. Um, and so that would be like, I think the thing I walk away from this, like really, really feeling like I learned something about and like really inspired by was just the way in which I feel like even when you reference someone later on, like, oh, I feel like that they were my old friend. They're like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. When that <laughs> happened in our life, that was that was tough. <laughs> the max of it all. Don't bring the max of it all up to me. Uh, you know. Oh. Thank you, Matt. Oh, nice. oh, my God. I have like 20 copies of the book that the publisher sent me to like, quote, give out to friends. And it's just sitting in my car. So I'm like, 
the thought of walking up to someone that yeah, I was being like, hey, here's my book. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I, and I leave, I'm filming in LA for the next two weeks and then leave and I'm not bringing the book. I'm like, I'm just going to le- literally leave it on the side of the road, I think, and have it be yeah. like a little, <laughs> a little surprise for whoever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know what to that's, do. That's or a I'll beautiful just, plan. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, it may be time, Bo. Oh. It might be time. Oh, but very quickly, I want to mention one last thing in the book, which really stayed with me, which was um, <laughs> you talking about like going to like a Spanish olive oil factory with your family and like yeah. your dad so intently having to listen to this man like give a terrible tour about the place. Yeah, and he's and then your dad is like, it's like doing a matinee. Love right. to like, which is like this this person is like bearing their soul. Right, at a group right. of people. Yeah, the olive oil factory had been in his family for generations, and we were stopping <laughs> off on this tour, and you know, all these fanny pack chicken nugget people that we were that we did not <laughs> want to listen to a monologue about olive oil and the history of the olive. <laughs> and my dad was like, "We have to listen to every syllable and with our hands over our hearts because we all know that feeling of like thinking yes. that you have the audience in the palm of your hand and looking up and seeing." The, fo- the front row phone. looking at their cell phone or yeah. it's or or people are like i have to pee i have to i have to go but it's there's something about like humanity that is so like distilled in that idea to me that i'm like uh, i'm like i was like fuck this is this is crazy anyway and also- i think that those that's what makes those connections actually important and meaningful and not just bullshit of like those fleeting moments of, like i see you i see you i see yeah. you even if it's like only one part of you it's the, the part that you thought that no one would see. So seeing someone, you know, wave to it like it's the most obvious part of you. It, it, mm-hmm. is, it mm-hmm. is meaningful and more meaningful than Jada Pinkett Smith gliding by. Yeah. On yes. the way to ruin. And also just like, oh my God, this the, the end of the chapter where you read the letter that you had gotten from the kid that you did the play with. Just yeah. the end of that, I had to put that. I had to put it down and walk around after that because that just like, <laughs> I don't know, everyone like like we can we cannot yeah, we say can't, enough. We're just like, spoiling the just, whole book. It's just <laughs> you, you must read, to it. read it. You must read it. And anyway, read. Uh, and actually, one of the chapters inspired, and I don't think so, honey. Oh my god! Oh, I'm excited. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy 
easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. Hey, Las Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. So this is why I don't think so funny. It's our one-minute segment that we do on Lost Culch, which is a sort of an abbreviation for the podcast title, Lost Culturistas with Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang. <laughs> and we do 60-second rants on things that we go no 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 um to quote destiny's child about this is matt rogers i don't think so honey his time starts now i don't think so honey boarding school don't send <laughs> a kid there because no i i don't, don't like any element of it and i will um, say this i feel like i understand my boarding school friends a lot better now oh. after having read this this to me feels like you just never get a moment of quiet and alone to yourself. Like, cause no. you go to school with the people then that you then inhabit rooms with. I mm. understand we make close connections, but mama it's called boundaries. <laughs> and I don't think so honey <laughs> boarding school being a place where boundaries thrive. It seems like you can never escape each other and yourself pause for a moment of importance so you, and it's so important seconds. that you get some space and a, at a boarding school you get no space also not for nothing but i need to see my mom like i i yeah. that would have been the part that really broke me in five half. seconds i don't think so many boarding school gus hickey my friend i feel like i understand you better you went to the school oh my god and that's one minute <laughs> gus went to the school yeah he, went he was to the a school. freshman when i was a senior Oh my God. Oh, I knew this. And I always knew, I always knew he had like, he, that he went to boarding school and then hearing about the school, I was like, I have to text my friend. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do think Gus was a day student. Maybe. Oh, oh what does that mean? You only go for the day? Student. Is that is it that yes. simple? Or maybe no, maybe he was a boarder. But I, I went to a house him. party at his house because you did. Sister. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Got very drunk. Got pulled over on the way there for going um, what I thought was 90 miles an hour in the fast lane. <laughs> I was going 42 miles an hour in the fast lane. So <laughs> oh, very wow. stoned. What, what a, what a <laughs> and I pulled out. over on the left side. Also, I have wow. to say, for a for a lifelong stoner, you have like total recall. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> there are big swaths that are gone. <laughs> Maybe it's the choreography that I can't. That that's the part that got fried. Also, one of my favorite things that happens on Las Culturistas is when <laughs> Matt says something and then Bowen just repeats it quietly. Right? <laughs> um, I love, I'm just I, realizing I, Matt has such a command of language. I'm like, I, like, I, I don't really know why. Completely. <laughs> Totally. Yes, you do, man. Yes, it's the do. right. It's it's the writer in you. Like you know how it hits the ear. You always find the exact right sequence of syllables that it hits the ear in a way that is indelible, and that's why people repeat your shit all the time. That's, 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 that's exactly what it is. And you you hold the like the feeling of when you're swinging and your stomach flips. <laughs> like you hold us there for so long. You're like, how is this so sustainable that this sentence is still happening? I still feel butterflies in my stomach because I'm loving this <laughs> sentence. And then the drop is like, how is it going to land it? And you always well, do. Okay, but here's the thing. I think I, I thank you and I received that. I think I have a very colorful and dare I say innovative way with words, but the words yes. are not always right. And that, Bowen, that doesn't this, matter. This, not and this, is, this is the surgeon. This is, we, this is Bowen coming in with either a statement of what was incorrect for comedic effect because <laughs> it is so wrong or he'll come in and say actually it's this and move on and i love it and uh, there are sometimes like sometimes i will listen back to old episodes and i'll be like i mean there it but is a lot right of times there he's just they're repeating doing it. it to, to give repeating. it it's, yeah to yeah. as a as a homage <laughs> yes yes i love bowen <laughs> I miss I've you. Missed, I've been missing Matt a lot. Oh, I've been so, we've been separated. When are you guys yeah. gonna get back together? Maybe <laughs> holidays, New Year's. That's too far away. What? It's so far I away. Know, but we're thinking. So we actually away. we actually have sort of a loose um, uh, New Year's plan. <laughs> it's gonna be a gag. Wow. We're thinking about doing Miami and then Orlando, Florida. Wow! <laughs> wow! wow. Yeah. For the holidays. <laughs> Be Shut yeah. up! Shut Not up! Great. <laughs> no, Miami for New Year's, and then post New Year's, maybe we go up to Orlando and finally ride this Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, that is like great. What, isn't, it, isn't it frustrating that soon you're going to have a full blown child that you have to take to Disney World? You have to take. You Disney. must. I know. I am excited to show her the new Little Mermaid. Do you follow? Uh, <gasps> oh yeah. the, Is it they have the range on Instagram? No. <laughs> they have the range. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Or, 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 I'll, or, or, I'll send it uh, to you. Guys. The, uh, what is it? Um, let's hear it for the choice. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> there's they have the range, and there's their you better sing. They have the range, and you yeah. better sing are two like the craziest. And there are people <laughs> who are singing on top of Ariel's. Uh, oh, yeah! Clip of part of your world and harmonizing with it, and that would be nice. It's so beautiful. Uh, I'm obsessed. Yeah, Hallie, it's gonna, gonna give. It's, it's gonna, gonna serve. Give. It's gonna eat. It's gonna slay. <laughs> um, okay, Bowen, <laughs> Bowen Yang. Uh, yeah, who I, who I miss. I miss um, you. Um, okay, well, the creator of the show just texted me and said the dance is so fucking good. So, okay, oh the, my god, the choreo, the choreo YouTubes have made their rounds, and apparently we're doing good work. Okay, Great. just checking in. I Bowen, 
my favorite moment of the week. Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey. His time. It starts now. I don't think so, honey. Gum, like, I'm not supposed to swallow <laughs> you, but then if I chew you, you run out of flavor. How's that work? What's that about? <laughs> the gum technology has not progressed. There's been no change in gum technology in the last 40 years. It's crazy. Ask anyone on the street what xylitol is. They'll not tell you because no one knows or cares what that is. Stop advertising it on the gum. We were promised Willy Wonka levels of candy and gum innovation, and we have not reached it. The the, the most wow. the, the biggest innovation in candy lately has been maybe Nerds Clusters. They basically took the Nerds rope, they cut it up into little chunks. It's the 15. most amazing blend of textures in your mouth talk about a mouth feel but gum Ooh. you're not doing anything <laughs> new you have not changed or mixed up Five the seconds. formula i need you to step it up give us something new that's and that's one minute this this i'm not dragging you but this ideology is what's going to lead to ai taking over you do realize that right i'm not saying <laughs> that things have to i'm progress. not saying artificial i'm not gum. saying ai is the technology not all technology reaches it's an this ai term type of ideology <laughs> no, i'm saying if you listen it is you, you saying, ideologically are there's you are no pushing ai us to in Willy Wonka. there's no ai in charlie and the chocolate factory there's no give us like an everlasting gobstopper give us a gobstopper it's this idea that things must progress. Let's stay on the merry-go-round. It doesn't have to be a merry-go-round on a roller coaster. Sometimes things can just be gum. Oh it can God. run out. You're not supposed oh to chew God. all the time. You're going to hurt your jaw. Gum gum is out. Lollipops are in. Lollipops are back. Oh, my okay? God. First of all, it depends think, on the flavor. I think the umbrella could improve as well. Why Thank are we you. using the that. same 1840 model? Because I had this idea of like like city bikes but for umbrellas like little kiosks yes and when it's raining you go yeah. boop, and then you return it but the Betty. fucking problem is the uh, the design of the umbrella sucks and it would yes. they would all break and you simply and cannot we, be sure that it's going to come back in condition like better than you yeah. found it i mean absolutely. Like, like these and umbrellas the are actually taking it. a beating yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely but i just I, I don't think this thing of gum that never runs out of flavor is a good idea i think it's going to lead to dark things <laughs> i think tmj I will i think tmj will go through the roof I think technology has come far enough. Well, then make. Well, then at least make gum edible. Like at least, like I'm not supposed to yeah. swallow you. Um, then should we be chewing much? you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't swallow. Mommy, you, you want to swallow gum? It's called fucking Starburst. No. You Whatever. never even thought about that, and that's why you said no and looked down. So is <laughs> because you hadn't even thought of Starburst before. You were like, "Why can't I swallow my gum?" And pitched and pitched a fit. It's time to move on. It's a okay. Sunday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Betty, are you ready? <laughs> I am. I, I just, I thought of it right before I realized I didn't have one. So and that's because I, I, I don't hope think you so, honey. I hope you haven't done this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't happened. matter because you, as you've proven with the book, all the women in my brain are going to okay. give it your own classic spin. Oh, man. Okay. This is Betty Gilpin's I Don't Think So, Honey. Her time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The death of the standing ovation. Where did we oh. go wrong? A standing <sighs> ovation is meant for when you are so overwhelmed and mm -hmm. uh, you, you, are, you, your life has been changed by a performance that you leap to your feet because you can no longer sit. 
physically. Oh and my God. The whole group does it together. And it's, it, it's a once a year maximum or, <laughs> or once a decade. 30 and seconds. These, I'm so embarrassed. And, and I, like I, I, my throat closes thinking about it by these 15 minute long standing ovations, whatever. Horrible. Like when, when these movies are ending as everyone being like, and now we have to fucking stand up for 15 minutes and clap for Anna who is very talented. Oh. All these people are very talented. It's not about I just, the actors. Yeah. We've, we've hyperbolized <laughs> ourselves into the sky. How are we supposed <laughs> to think any compliment means seconds, anything anymore? It doesn't make sense. The guillotines are too sharp. The pedestals are too high. Let's meet in the middle with some truth. I don't think so, honey. The standing ovation. Wow. Oh my God. So you are arguing for muted responses. No. <laughs> I mean, you're choose, talking about. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, cho- choose when. Choose <laughs> yeah, when agreed. to do like. I remember my. Um, my my great uncle or something was like a Broadway producer and he was the first person who or one of the first people who mo- helped move guys and dolls to Broadway and talked wow. about how when they first sang sit down you're rocking the boat like the whole audience it was like they were going to rip their chairs out of the ground <laughs> and like move yeah. to their feet and they made him do it like four more times like mm-hmm. in, in wow. that performance and that and I, I know they did that with um uh, you're gonna love me, Jennifer Holiday. Like oh, the, yeah. the standing ovation was so raucous that they were like, "We got to do this song again." Oh my god! And I, I just like we've just I didn't know that the the, the <laughs> concept of the standing ovation and the compliment. We just it's too much. How do we know? How do we know what's, what's right real? and what's wrong? And you know, what's real? There were five when we saw Funny Girl last week, and we did feel that they right. were earned. Like we definitely did leap up with everyone else. Some of but them are totally say, earned. Like, you know, what's cool what would fuck me up is like you're watching this movie that you're a part of whatever, like or, or doing a show that you're a part of whatever. It gets a eight to nine minute Toronto International Film Festival or any of these film festival esque standing ovation. He's talking about the, the film festival at a This is what I'm yeah. saying is it's like then you walk out and the reviews hit and people are like, we didn't like this. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, exactly. It's like, but you stood and clapped your hands raw. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's and I feel it. I have felt that change in the industry in terms of like, while you're making something and then the immediate, like the first people who see it, they're like, what we've done is we've changed film and television. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And wait until you, and so the hyperbole, go, and then the first thing it hits is the internet, which is the opposite of like, you deserve to die for this thing. <laughs> and then like a year later, the truth emerges of like, it's somewhere in the in middle. The middle. Yes. It's like, like people don't even really care. Exactly. Or like you didn't change the form and you didn't, you don't deserve the death penalty. You, you made a thing that's part good and part bad. There you yeah. go. Yeah. But your, your whole standing ovation thing, um, Thank you for putting for putting Crazy for You back on the map in your book. That is an excellent musical. That was your oh. first musical you ever saw, Crazy for You? Yes, with Jody Benson. Oh my oh, god! Wow. Yeah, that's right. She was in that. Yes. And I cannot fucking find the soundtrack is not on Spotify, not on iTunes, not on nothing. Oh, but the crazy for, voice. I, for second I thought you met the little mermaid. I was like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. No, Disney's gone. Um no, her voice singing those Gershwin songs. Unbelievable! There are yeah. YouTube clips of it. Oh, uh, but yeah. just, just she uh, is a talent. 
Like she's a talent. <laughs> that Jody. She really is. Yeah. Um, wait, but did you, d- this is a shot in the dark, but did you listen to her interview um, what, that she did with Danny Pellegrino on everything iconic? You really should. No, I, I heard you talking about it, but I, ha- I, I have to. Such a nice, like he has such good questions about just like being a singer, capital S hard R Right. who then goes in to do this acting piece as like a child's cartoon yeah. and then just like getting there and just, I don't know, the human mm. voice, everyone. I've always thought that, that p- part of your world should be done as a woman realizing she is a terrible hoarder. Like, <laughs> you want you want singamabobs? I've got, oh my God, I have 20. <laughs> Look at this stuff. stuff. Wait, I'm crazy. <laughs> I have to go. I usually the I- ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but Betty, you don't think our compliments aren't aren't real? No, no, my God, no, 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 no. When they're to me, I know this. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, no. I. You know, well, you know what I haven't seen that that you just recently did that I'm really excited about, and I keep wanting to see it, but it is on Stars, which is the only thing that was stopping me because I don't have I it. Was know. Gaslit? Oh, I wanted to have Stars. No well, I mean, there's so many, there's so many like platforms now, and I already feel like I, I, yeah. I already feel like I have everything, and then something comes out that I really want to see, and I'm like, oh, I don't have that one. Like now, I I, like there's so many. Do you guys have Peacock? Well, I yes. love Peacock because I love Housewives. Great. Oh right, okay, great, great, great. So that's Peacock what this, is a beautiful place. The nun, nun, nundom is on. <gasps> it's gonna wow. be on Peacock. Amazing. Yeah. Love, love. I love, love. Peacock. Pe- Peacock gets so much of my actual because that's another thing it's like you 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 pay for all these streamers and then you actually sit like zoom out and think which one do i actually use like peacock's yeah. up there for me yeah up, uh, am i on apple saying. tv plus though or right. only when the morning show is out you right, know what I right, mean? right, like, right right yeah <laughs> by the way i mean the, the i just can't wait for that oh my god you need yeah. to get on that i do i do i know no, no, I, I mean like i mean like betty needs to get a role on it oh shit <laughs> You need to get on that. <laughs> yeah, right. but That's... you but you do know that every time I see a good show or I see see a good film or like I'm thinking about even writing something, I'm always like, and how would Betty be in it? I literally, I'm always <laughs> oh like, where's God. the what's the part in the show that Betty could play? Like, I do watch Morning Show, and I'm like, where's Betty? <laughs> get Betty in there. <laughs> it's because you're number one. A show where you have a long ponytail and your dress is Aaron Brockovich and you're wrapped in silks by the door with a shiv and <laughs> yeah, I'll be the. So can I ask you a question? So with me with this long ponytail and your vision of us when I sort of saw up to the bank, (laughs) Bowen and Silks, is he also like, sir, is he presenting female? I think I'm bald. No, no, no. I don't think I, I think it's sort of. It's not even that you're presenting female. You're you dressed in Aaron Brockovich (laughs) clothes and you're you dressed in like purple tits silk. to the sky Just yeah like, okay got it yeah, yeah. well yeah. you know I, I i every time i see kate hudson in a project that's who i am so that's i guess when i'm stomping around going to the bank i'm kate hudson right 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 yeah it's just on the vision board you're the piccolo aaron brockovich and we've got bassoon purple silks <laughs> just things that i'm adding to the boards i'm, I'm gonna use this just okay. like for my own like subconscious like you know like sort of like as i'm working through something wow Amazing. Thank you, Betty. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Wow. Um, well, well, what do you, what, what else excellent. to say? I mean, no, this nothing is, else to say. It's it's such a great read. And like honestly, if you want to just um be smiling at a book with with full teeth, um, pick up <laughs> all the women in my brain, which is available now. 
by our literal um, limitless guest. I mean, <laughs> you're the best. And we're so Thank happy you that you came back on. Thank you so much for having me. I love you guys so much. I really do love you. <laughs> we love you back. We love you back. I, wish, I really wish we could have been in the same. Because I remember there was like a loose thing where maybe we were all going to be in LA. And then that so didn't happen. I know. I know. We will join together soon. We will join together. Yeah, I'll be back in New York in December. Yes, we will all join together in New York. But until then, Bowen, what do we do at the end of every episode? We end with a song. We end with a song. And this is this is a throwback to your last episode. Moon River, wider than a mile. I'm crossing you in style. Really? Did I change the key? No, I think I just my basement was too low. I went into well, our basements are so much lower than they were three years ago because of the years. Because of the years, we didn't pick a title up. Should it be the years? Dot dot dot. I think it's Piccolo and Bassoon. Piccolo and Bassoon. But that's not about. That's about us. It's not about our glorious No, no, no. But no, that's I. I approve. Honestly, maggots and magic and Piccolo and Bassoon is kind of chic. Anyway, happy you all shared it on that thought process, readers. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. Love you. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. 